And welcome back to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. I'm Dave. And we're here on episode number one, two, three, four. Four it is, yes. <sighs> Didn't think we'd make it this far, and we did. Yeah. Whew. It's been a struggle up that hill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we only have a couple more to make. Yeah, just yeah, a couple just more. A cu- no, just kidding. Just nope. kidding. We're going to try and keep yeah. plugging away as long as we have stuff to talk about. So... <laughs> yeah, we have no conclusion here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to get started with uh, some some news articles because I actually took some time and read, which is not something I do a lot of these days, at least not on purpose. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought it was kind of funny because there's there's a uh, different places online where you can look up news articles that are kind of humorous, and you know, there's so many like CNNs and Foxes of the world where things are just like fighting each other constantly. And so I thought, Oh, look around for something else and lighten the mood a little bit. So I uh, found a few. Well, good. And I, it must I thought a, maybe it's been hard to find. <laughs> they were actually hard to find. I actually had to do some actual searching. So, wow. uh, but this one, I'm not sure exactly how it came up first, but did you know that there is uh, some special arts, of kung fu like certain versions of kung fu out there do you know that i don't know if i know what you mean like um like there's like a secret menu to like, <laughs> so i could go into karate go, i want to learn karate but i want to know the i need to get the plaid belt yeah well you know there's like different styles i guess right okay you know i've heard of like was it drunken okay yeah the drunken monkey monkey sure. and yeah i don't i'm not a martial arts person so i don't know all i that can't stuff. even say it all right yeah, well, so I thought it was kind of funny that there was this, this. it's not a well-known art or style in Kung Fu, but they call it crotch Kung Fu. Any guesses on what that style would entail? I think a lot entail? of... <laughs> no, I, I have... Nothing co- comes to mind at all. Yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> not, not when you mention... Uh, crotch. <laughs> well, they call it the iron crotch, and they actually do specific training with like a. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's really hard to watch. It's like this big old log, and on one side is like a steel plate. At least that's what the article said. But when I watched the video, I didn't see any steel plates. But I did see a massive log, and they set it up on this like, you know, like a trapeze <laughs> yeah. type thing, and the guy stands with his legs open and basically pushes the log away from him and waits for it to come back and hit him in the junk just and to it, toughen him up and it looks horrible and um and what i thought was funny is that is that this is like it's an actual thing like people train to have this happen to them yes i've seen some training i i didn't that yeah, I have seen. It's pretty brutal, to be honest with you. It it looks really brutal. It looks really brutal. And and what's funny is that, so this guy is getting interviewed and he's talking about uh, how this was like a, a much more common like form of kung fu where people would practice this and they'd become you know a master at it. And uh, and over the years, it's gotten less popular. I don't know why. why. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you watch it the first time and go, I want to do that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's really funny. I'll have, to, I'll have to show you the video. It's just, <laughs> it's so horrible. Um, but he says that it's like an 88-pound log. An 88-pound yeah. log getting swung back and then forth into your junk. 
that doesn't sound fun. E- even right. if you were like a girl, that doesn't sound fun at all. Yeah, if producer E hit me with a spit one, I, I'd be done. <laughs> You'd probably be <laughs> bent over, struggling to stand back up straight. Man, that's nuts. Well, so <laughs> he says that in his village, it's been passed down from the last 300 years. So they've been doing this for 300 That's years. That's a lot of stupid people. And and there was once um, in his village, he said that there were 200 people in his village that were practicing it. Really? And, and he says now that they have maybe around 20. So Why 20 do they... of them can't breed. <laughs> well, and so he says, he says, well, and there's no, there's no, um, there's no damage to uh, reproductive. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I'm wondering what the population of that village has been. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> right? There are 20 left, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It says that, yeah, it doesn't harm your, your reproductive uh, um, abilities. And and I think that's pretty funny considering what they're actually doing. I wonder how many years it takes to get to accept a how many pound log? 70? 88, 88 pounds. pound yeah. log into the junk. I don't know, but he says that it's like refreshing. Like it's a... That's the word they use is refreshing? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, then I, I don't understand. Wanna, I, it knocks him to a whole other dimension. Then. I don't want to... He's in shock. Yeah, I don't want to misquote. Let me, let, me, <laughs> let me quote it for you. <laughs> he says, when you practice iron... Cro- <laughs> I can't even say it. Iron crotch kung fu, as long as you push yourself, you will feel great. What are you talking about? I think you should go with sex instead. I, maybe. Or I mean, a cow kicking you. He's obviously in. <laughs> committed and just. I don't. I don't get it. I. I don't get it either. I mean, I mean how I mean, is there, it for three hundred years? There's some value there, you know. If you ever get kicked in the junk, then you're good to go. But you know that shouldn't happen. I don't know. Daily. There, there has to be. I mean, he says it's some sort of special thing that they don't want to, you know, like pass to other places. It's like. Or even to themselves, apparently. Well, they're I mean, giving it up. Yeah, a lot of people are opting not to do this anymore. But I, you know, it just it seems funny to me that that is a thing. You know, that's that is a lot of dedication. Yeah, I agree. Not slapped around. <laughs> well, just to watch the video, it's just it's like every YouTube video, like watching some kid get or some some parent get hit in the nuts with. You know their son's baseball, yep. right? And it gets a lot of laughs from everyone except for the dudes in the room, <laughs> right? <It's brutal>. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know that I'm going to be picking up uh, crotch kung fu anytime well, soon. Well, it's a good way to protect your junk. Yeah, apparently, Evi- uh, yeah, or or mistreat it. Yeah. That's abuse. Are you well, kidding me? And <laughs> if I was, if if somebody caught me in my room practicing that, what would they call it? They would have a problem. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just practicing crotch my monkey or iron, whatever it's called. My crotch monkey. I don't my, my iron crotch. Iron crotch. Yeah. I'd be like, I can't get out of that one, you know. So no. they're beating my balls. <laughs> yeah, right. I just see, I haven't seen the awkward? log, but I've seen um, just short clips of, of, I don't know if they're monks or whatnot, mm-hmm. but. But get, practicing taking shots in the junk. And, oh, right. And it, it's impressive. Yeah. I I I'm trying to use a good word. I don't know what else to say. I'm not it's, sure it's I impressive. would. I don't think I would want to go through the the learning of no. how to how to take it. I'll just uh, wear a cup, I guess. <laughs> uh, another, another funny article I found. Again, this is like one of those things I, I didn't know it. I mean, sure, it might have existed at some point in time, but I didn't know that it was still a thing. And that's pigeon racing. 
You're not into that? No, I'm not. No, but evidently there are a lot of people who are. Uh, I don't. I don't fully get it, especially because they're talking about in this article. Uh, they're talking about, and this is in China, that the pigeon, the cost to raise his this guy's pigeons, um, is like what would be equivalent to like thirty thousand dollars in American money a year. Yeah, a year oh, to wow. train, to feed, to maintain. You know, it's living pigeons. You know, pigeons. Okay. They are but, smart. Well, yeah, I guess they are smart. I and mean, but what they do is they 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 pack them up in these vehicles into these cages, and then, um, like hundreds of miles away, we're talking like seven hundred miles or something away, and they release the pigeons, and they have to race back to you know their their home, and they make money for the first person, like prize money really? for the first pigeon that makes it back to their, their home. But what's funny is that it, it costs them like $30,000 a year to maintain their pigeons, but the prize money for first place is like, I think they say it was like $260. <laughs> it's all pride. That's all. It, I, yeah. I mean, really? how's, yeah. Wow. It does. It, to me, that's not a, 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 you know, a very, like practical way of of making a living it's a hobby it's, maybe um, maybe the pigeons need to get like you know cool advertisement trophy? like painted on their wings or you know, uh, you know i was gonna say until you said that i was like man i'll do that that sounds like fun yeah i'm not the one working i'll drive <laughs> them there let them go mm-hmm. yeah 260 dollars. oh um yeah no, they said seven hundred. I think is what oh, they said. Oh, seven hundred. Yeah, seven hundred oh, bucks. Yeah, that's worth it. <laughs> yeah, that's totally worth it. <laughs> but what I what I didn't know is that this was still a thing. Like way uh-huh. back in the day when they were, had carrier pigeons, and that was the primary method of getting messages to right. any any place. You know, it makes sense to have a little competition with that. But you know, we're kind of in a weird modern world where. It's you just can, holdover hobbies, I think. Yeah, know? maybe. Uh, that's that is odd. It is very odd. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so uh, there was another article that I was reading that they said that um, the original James Bond uh, gun, the it was a it wasn't a PPK, it was a PP, I think. Oh, is that right? Yeah, was sold at, at an auction, and. Hmm. I think they said that it was like a pretty significant, a pretty significant like price. Yeah. Um, this was before, I guess, the PPK, which then was what was used in the rest of the Bond movies. And this was that original PP. So me, I don't know much about guns, but um, it sold for $256,000. You know, Sean Connery died recently. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a... That's a bummer deal. Yeah, yeah, a bummer deal. Mm. He he does. He was one of my favorite uh, Bond characters, though. Uh, you oh, know. for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I I think uh, Daniel Craig was pretty awesome as a as a James Bond. He is. It, He's definitely not the romantic, you know, version of James Bond. Like, um, well, like Sean Connery or I don't know some of the other guys that that played, but. Well, it's kind of hard these days for him to be that because, you know. The Me Too movement? You got it. There you go. <laughs> well, think well, about it. Say that? <laughs> James Bond, James Bond <laughs> is going to have a lot of people calling him up. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm, you know, I'm a little old-fashioned, so it's hard for me to, you know, I see my favorite, you know, James Bond and, like, mm-hmm. 
and he's the face of James Bond to me, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, I like to watch James Bond with Daniel Craig, but mm-hmm. I just kind of just just pretend that's a different movie altogether. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, the action in those ones are are pretty substantial. So yeah, um, they're they're all good. Yeah, the <laughs> the acting in some of the old ones and the um, uh, you know special effects. <laughs> maybe lacking a little bit uh but if you ones. were watching them in the day they were you they were spectacular yeah well it's true i mean i remember as a kid just love james bond but my parents wouldn't let me watch it you know there's too much violence and in sex i guess and, yeah right or not even in it was just sex yeah yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah um, another another article. There's this thing they call a healing tree. Have you ever heard of one of those? I have, but I'm trying to place it. So healing tree is um, it's kind of like this. What do they call it? It there's like some sort of lore surrounding it. And the article that I was reading was talking about this. This it's I think it was maybe even in Ireland they were talking about how in COVID that what used to be like, um, you know, all of the, uh, um, you know, coats and, and shoes and, and clothing and stuff that would be put on a healing tree to bring good spirits to oh. the person who hung those items. They're now hanging uh, face masks on the healing Is tree. that why I think I heard of it recently? That might've been what I heard. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was kind of interesting because, you know, you're <laughs> evidently getting rid of the mask to put on a healing tree is going to somehow give you some ability to, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know how that's possible because it seems to be that the mask would give you a little bit more protection than the the belief that maybe there was something coming right. back by giving the tree your mask. The superstition part of it. Yeah, it's make hard sense for me to, me to grasp that yeah. stuff. I I don't. Mm-hmm. To each their own. I well, guess. to each their own. Yeah, sure. If you've got if if you've got some of the the superstitious you know things going on, and you think that that that's going to give you some benefit that you wouldn't get from any other source. The article was talking. I thought it was kind of interesting because the article was talking about how um, you know people really believe that this this thing would give them something more than what what science would give in a vaccine or medication or a respirator or any other thing right that just putting your clothes on the street would suddenly give you something i don't you know I don't get it, of course. I haven't read that book yeah. or drank from that Kool-Aid. Either. <laughs> yeah, me either. Yeah. Uh, so on on YouTube, probably some of the biggest videos, at least maybe maybe not now, but I think some of the original biggest, you know, most viral videos were like cat videos. Right? Yeah. Right? So <laughs> evidently there's this guy who started a business and the entire business is based on cat like garments, like dress up. Okay, you know, little cop uniforms with, you know, it's like the cat, his front paws are the legs, and then the uniform has arms with a, you know, a club. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Anyway, I guess there's this whole demand for it because you know people like to have funny cat videos, Um, 
So there's a business idea you could probably take up to make, you know, cat costumes. I don't know if I could do that. Just, just no, just to save, you know, one more cat. <laughs> I feel so bad for them all dressed up. It is pretty funny, I will say, especially the ones that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty. Funny. Where they look like they have oh, those extra goodness. appendages. They the... just run after you. <laughs> Yeah, I was surprised though that this guy was was as successful at it um, yeah. because there's a, a demand. I mean, hell, there's a demand for so many weird things out there. I don't even know. That's why I got to try. You know, right? Is you got to try something. That's true. You never know what people might appreciate. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I like to fly drones. Yep. You've, you've got a drone. You enjoy flying yours. Um, I I I, I look right? at it from a sort of an artistic perspective, you know, where I like to get film footage and I put music to it and stuff. I I used to do that a lot more a few years ago. And, you know, I really enjoy that sort of creative outlet. Um, For you, it's delivering toilet paper to your neighbor. Yeah. So there's a practical... Social distancing. Yeah, yeah. Well, evidently, there's a a place um, that uses drones to herd cattle. And they said that they're getting rid of like the horse and the cowboy and and the dogs to to herd you know cattle. They're using drones to do it instead. And they said that it's a much more practical. They say that it it it's less frightening to the uh, uh, to the animal. Which Is that right? I, yeah, which I don't totally get because you know some of these drones are are big, right? Especially the ones that you need to have like big uh, battery life for then they're pretty good size yeah. and they make a lot of noise. I mean, it's like the worst swarm of bees ever. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so they're, uh, they're looking at it, uh, in, uh, in, I think they said it was like Saudi Arabia or someplace in, in the middle East. And, um, uh, as a method of herding, uh, camels. So they're going from cattle to camels as a, I didn't know that you could even herd camels. Mm-hmm. See, you learn every, like, I learn something stuff. every day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I thought it was kind of interesting. That is very we interesting. We are, you know, if you think about it, a lot of like cattle herding and that sort of thing, that's not, I don't know how modernized that has become as the rest of the world has become, right. you know, modern. But I thought having drones was an interesting. I thought that's kind of cool. Yeah, I believe it or not. I try, yeah. I'm actually usually trying to keep things, you know, not, mm-hmm. not going too crazy, you know, let, yeah. let, let us do it the old way kind of. But. Yeah. But that that does seem kind of just probably probably because I like to fly my drone around, so yeah. that's probably why I could could make a job fun. Yeah, yeah. But I, I will call BS on it's less scary than our little dog running around, right? Because they could get used to that dog, you know. Mm-hmm. And because I, you know, ours fly about what four hundred feet, so I'll have mm-hmm. mine about four hundred feet over. My mom has horses, and I was flying over there. Mm. And that's enough for it to spook them at four hundred feet. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, and. and Mind you, there's some other horses that aren't my mom's that they hang out there, and they they don't they don't get as bothered by mm-hmm. it. So it is, regardless, it was still still spooked. Yeah, them. but um, yeah, that it, is interesting. But it's it was so far up there, like I can't, I could, I could kind of hear them when I kind of shift, mm-hmm. fly a little bit. Yeah, but it was hard for me to really even hear it. But mm-hmm. I do understand they have better hearing. Yeah, they have better hearing. But yeah, well, I wonder about cattle because cattle aren't terribly smart, are they? I mean, they just kind of eat grass and, you know. I mean, they can until, uh, be, but typically, no, they're just moseying around. Yeah, right. Yeah. Until the butcher shows up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Well, I, I thought that was kind of a neat uh, modern twist on uh, cattle rustling. Well, I didn't know they were doing that. I, cattle herding, I, doesn't, not It doesn't shock me a bit, but... <laughs> yeah. That, that makes uh, it So here's, here's a, a kind of a sad one. Um, and I don't mean to make fun, um, but... So my, my brother... He's, you know, he's a fireman. He does, um, you know, rescue stuff as part of his, his job. And he's told me different stories about, you know, people that he's had to, to help rescue and stuff. Well, there's an article here. Uh, it talked about this guy in, um, in Europe someplace. Uh, he was 600, I think they said it was like over 600 pounds and, uh, and basically fell out of bed and couldn't get back up. And had been in that position for a year. Now, I don't know who's like taking care of this this person because you'd think in a year you would probably lose a fair amount of weight, you know, in a short period of time, don't you think? If so you mean so nobody he just someone's gotta be taking care of him. Right? So you mean that 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 he you mean that he is yeah, he would have to be have somebody take care of him. He can't just lay there and then like a grizzly bear just live off his body fat. Right, right. Well, yeah, exactly. Someone's got to be taking care of him. Well, the article talks about him having this accident and then b- being stuck for a year. Um, and and they yeah, had to, year. yeah, and, and uh, some rescuers came or some people came to try and get him up and out. But he was so concerned about losing um, his, what he calls it, a flat um, his, his apartment or his oh, house right. or whatever. Um, he, he didn't want to, he didn't want to leave cause he thought that he would lose it if he had to leave oh. and, and, um, which is, you know, super sad. Well then it got, things got worse and they had to get a crane and cut out the side of his flat in order to then put him in this crane to get access to get to him, him out. Yeah. I, to me, it's amazing that someone can, can like let themselves go to that point where you think if anything were to happen, if I were to fall over, how the heck would I get up? How would I do any of that stuff? Right. Um, but, and then to have someone, someone has to be providing basic. And shame on them for not yeah. calling somebody to right. help. Yeah. That's so insane. It, it, it just, it reminded me of a story that my, my brother told me that, um, that they had to do something similar. Um, who, someone who had uh, evidently, I think they'd, they'd fallen or they got stuck. They were trying to get off, off the toilet and they got stuck between like toilet and wall. What a <laughs> horrible, terrible. can you imagine being the, the first responders responding to that? Especially cause you know, this person's been on a toilet and now they're stuck. And I mean, how do you, I'll tell you, all you do, you go in there with the thing at Crisco and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a rubber spatula and go lube up just and work it out. <laughs> work it out. I'm out. Yeah, no. yeah. I, I really, I just, I, you know, I, I don't ever want to get to a point where I'm, I'm in that bad of shape. You know. Yeah, I'm just, pretty much maxed out here. <laughs> You're maxed. It's out. rough enough here. Uh, yeah. Well, you look pretty good, Dave. You look pretty good. It's not like. Uh, well, I don't want to. He, he's probably gonna. He'd get mad at me if I call him out on it. But, oh. um, but there's you know some some folks that I know that probably um, should, you know, have some sort of wake up call 
you know, so that uh, that doesn't get worse. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I I don't want to be too hypocritical because I am I am so not friendly to myself, I guess, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. all the time. And, uh, or I'm, I'm like a little roller coaster, but, mm-hmm. but I will say that it does shock me how some people can, can get to a certain point and then accept it and go, all right, this is the new standard. Oh, right. I'm not going to go back, back past right. this. Right. So, you know, I have a, I have a personal line in the sand and yes, Yes, this is it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and now I need to work my way back, you know, mm-hmm. and and it's I would hate to decide. Okay, this is my new acceptable line. Yeah, you know, I can't, you know, I have to. I don't know. I I agree. I I think that there, at least, it, you know, the roller coaster that you describe. At least with the roller coaster, is that there's going to be a different direction that you go. It's not just up. I've just had right. a lot of trouble since my mama got me my Traeger. <laughs> you would think a, you would think a cow would last just some time in the yeah. freezer, but oh, it's just hard. And if it it's good, wanna, if it's good protein, it's just a lot of protein <laughs> and <laughs> it's the volume. Yeah, but no, yeah. it's not obviously just that. But I was oh. I was watching. Uh, uh, well, you know, because I've been trying to uh, exercise more and, and get back into shape. And I was watching some videos on, on YouTube of like different celebrities uh, that had sort of gone to a, you know, a trainer and a nutritionist and all this stuff. And, you know, the the idea is that is that they have to go through these massive um, changes in order to get to like this new whatever the image is, right? So the guy who played Superman, um, you know, uh, Dwayne Johnson, uh, who else? I mean, there are a lot of a lot of people who are the celebrities that have to get into these amazing shapes, right? right. Well, the problem is, is that uh, it's like a short period of time where they have to do this really, really intense training and their diet has to be really intense. And uh, I don't think that I, I don't think that I can do that. Like, I don't have the... I don't think that I can get to a point where I am eating. I can't remember how many grams of protein a day. I mean, it was, it was, it seemed like an amazing amount, almost to the point where I think your body would have a problem digesting the protein. And, yep. but it was, they were talking about, you know, they got tired of eating um, uh, chicken breasts because it was like, it was two or three times a day that they had to have chicken breasts. Um, it was a Mark, Mark Wahlberg was talking about, uh, he'd, he'd eat, um, a couple of rotisserie chickens every day. Yeah. I can't imagine having that much. Well, you know, n- people, I think, think I'm lying when I tell them when I was in high school, I, I went through a really massive spurt, mm-hmm. um, from my freshman year to my sophomore year, I was, I was one ninety five, the end of my freshman year, mm-hmm. and I went to a, a public school and they had football. Mm-hmm. So over that summer, and mind you, I had also did daily doubles for football. Oh yeah, which is huge, and and worked out, and I at the beginning of the next year I was two seventy. Two, I think, is what it was. Holy. In just a matter of a few months. Holy cow! And and I was I was not like I am now. I mean, I had stretch marks, but I was I w- 
but the, I got introduced to a, a gym I've never worked out. I was in private yeah. school. Yeah. And 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 I happened to I don't know hit some testosterone spurt. Spur, yeah. But and I just ate up that working out stuff. But um. Man, oh, that's an amazing amount of growth in such a short period of time. Yeah, but I'm not kidding you. Um, my mom, she has still does, but she had a bunch of chickens. She mm. always had tons of eggs. Like mm. she had to give them away. And I do this. My mom literally worked three jobs and knowing as an adult, you know, a parent having, mm. you know, to pay for my own stuff. Right. Oh my gosh. I think a job and a half, it was just to feed me. And I literally ate 12 eggs, omelet, and I had two pounds of sausage. I'm not kidding you. I had a oh massive God. plate, and I ate that just to get. I was starving by the end of um, our break of the Daily Doubles at breaks, and then mm -hmm. you have to go out. And all we would do, like I imagine Marines eat, we just would scarf, 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 uh -huh. scarf, just to get. It was just fuel. Mm -hmm. And oh, my gosh. I mean... <laughs> That was wow. That was it. Was interesting. That I or I feel like a little bit of Al Bundy. You know, I if I have to talk about good times, it has to be when I'm in high school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and is yeah. that the good times? <laughs> good I'm not sure it is anymore. Oh, That's a pretty good experience since then. Uh, true, when I was, true. I mean, I, I, for us, the Hallies are, are very uh, uh, very lean until we hit like thirty. And then suddenly something changes, and it's really tough to keep the pounds off. Now, my you know my brother, he's still pretty lean, you know, even with all the beer he drinks. Um, <laughs> but he's also he's a fireman, so he stays more active than um, than like my dad or my my uncles. But there's a certain point for the Halley jeans that. Uh, that like the beer gut on you. <laughs> and, e and even for the folks like my dad and uncles don't drink beer, the beer gut shows up and it is my, for my personal experience, that is the hardest thing to get rid of. You know, of course I, dr I drink a fair amount of beer, uh, but I work out and do things, but I still, that is the last place to, to get rid of. Yeah. I can't imagine eating the amount of food that these people are talking about because like, I don't eat a lot. In fact, most of my uh, most of my diet lately has been: I'll wake up in the morning, I'll have a protein shake, um, you know, take you know a couple of different supplements, and then I'll work out during my lunch break, uh, and then have another shake right after uh, I work out because I can't really eat like right away afterwards. And then I might eat something maybe uh, around three o'clock, and then uh, dinner time rolls around, I'll, I'll eat a fair amount then. But even at that, I. I I don't know that I could put on, like, I don't think I could consume so much. Maybe if I worked harder eating, I, maybe I could, but even at that, it's still hard for me to get rid of the belly fat. Yeah. So, and you know, my kids just genetically, te where your body yeah, stores I mean, my, it. yeah, yeah. My kids tease me about it all the time. Uh, but I mean, it's like I the could, hardest I part. I could help you if you want to look like this. <laughs> I mean, it is work. Uh, Don't think this is easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I well, mean, stairs are aren't easy. <laughs> yeah, nothing is <laughs> nothing's easy. Uh, well, I, to be honest, though, I, I I know that I know the roller coaster. I don't I don't try and jump on that roller coaster very often. Um, I try and be a little bit more consistent with the exercise and get to a point where I'm I'm maintaining. But right now, I'm I'm climbing because I, I'm trying to get stronger and and get to a better place because I do want to. Uh, I want to throw the javelin 
if I can throw the javelin again um, and do it without injury and be stronger than I was before, then I'll be pretty happy with that. At so, 40, how old are you? Uh, 42, I think. Well, yeah. well, you're in great shape. I'll give you that. Yeah, I, well, thanks, yeah. I, I, um, at my, my main reason for him to start doing physical, you know, exercises, man, I just hurt all yeah. over and I just feel that my body is just not held together anymore. So mm -hmm. I've got all these loose joints. At least that's what I'm going with. Mm -hmm. So I, man, yeah. I got to try to well, fix it up. You know, in, in a few months we'll, uh, we'll circle back to it and see where we are with our physical health fitness. Cause I know you've been wanting to exercise and do other stuff. So. I know it. Um, supposed to have my bands today. Oh, some resistance bands. Yeah. Oh, but, nice. um, yeah, resistance bands. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy you said that cause, uh, this week I, I definitely started eating better. So I switched mm. that up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, um, it was, you know, it was, just wasn't enough not not going to fast foods and stuff. We were eating, you know, we cook our own food and we eat, and it's not terribly unhealthy. Yeah. We might eat some too many treats here and there, but, but you know, what's, what's a bummer is, is, is uh, you know, I'm at, at work and I don't have a whole lot of, you know, physical activity at work at all anymore. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what... What a regular foods are is just I don't I'm not burning the calories enough yeah. to. Well, they they say that, that uh, the diet is like the biggest factor in in your in your health. You, you know, if you're gonna start exercising again, that's a good thing, right? Want to build muscle and and uh, you know get that flexibility back, but also uh, your diet is is the most important. I agree, and this is my opinion, but you can't work out. You can't. How do I say this? You can't work out your way to mm -hmm. a good body. Mm -hmm. yeah, like I cannot sit here. People can't typically sit here and eat their regular foods and then go, you know what? I need a better body. I want to tighten up and go hit the gym. It's, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you won't get stronger, but you're the physical results you want to see right. isn't going to happen like yeah. you think. Oh, I totally agree. I you totally really agree. have to switch it up. And, and here's the bummer deal for me is I know how to do the, I know how to do yeah. what I need to do. Yeah. I just... It's Don't. consistency over it time. Is. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, we'll we'll circle back to it. Um, you know, what, another about you know six more weeks. How our yeah, how our exercise programs are going? I'm trying to try to finish this one out to. Uh, I think I'm with week six ish, and I got another, I think eight weeks to go. I was so. really hoping to start already, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Well, once you do, it's on. A, I'm on a path at least. Yeah. All right, I got another another news article for you. Right, this you one, uh, this one, I thought was really funny, uh, mainly because, well, I, I'm an American, and it, well, Americans are at fault in in this uh, article. Oh. So there's an Austrian village, okay, and the 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 town council wants to change the name of the town. Yeah, do you want to know what the name of the town is? In Austria. Yeah, in Austria. Oh no! Yeah. What? The town is called Fucking. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they and and they say that uh, that the English speaking media makes fun of them all the time for their town name, right? Sure, that would make complete sense. Makes complete sense, right? Yeah it it doesn't it doesn't uh, 
it doesn't make it any better when uh, when the website Pornhub <laughs> starts offering free premium access <laughs> for people <laughs> who live in the town of fucking. <laughs> uh, but they're, but they're not the only ones because there's a, a, evidently. Wait a minute, did you say free premium access? Yeah. How much does it cost to get a place down there? I don't know. I might don't be know. worth it. But just they're going free premium access. But they're changing the name of the town, so that access is going to be limited. Damn it. Yeah, but you could move to one of these other towns called Tits. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or oh. Big Beaver, Pennsylvania. Oh no, that's a little bit closer. <laughs> Because Pornhub's also offering discounts to the residents no, of those they towns. Aren't. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Isn't that great? I mean, that's a good way to. <laughs> well, to that's what? a good way to get people talking about about the town. So they're they're actually changing the name. The city council and mayor. Right <laughs> <I'm sorry>. um, <laughs> and, and they're going to call it fugging instead. Yeah. That's going to be just as fun. Yeah, I don't, yeah exactly. I don't see how... You'd still be fucking around with it. Yeah, I mean... Just, In fact, I might even use that. I cuss a little more than I yeah. should. Maybe <laughs> I should go with word. fucking. They just they just changed my life. Yeah. I should... That's. I agree. You got to make it... <laughs> you got to make it trendy, and then and then <laughs> Pornhub will start offering... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so, free access again. I would be curious to know what their fucking means and or what their tits yeah. mean in their in their i imagine i mean or did they literally you know name it after yeah, that yeah i don't i don't know what the uh their where the name came from originally but it, you know i'm imagining something like you know shit's creek you know cuz right cuz that's probably where uh the name you know comes from is someone's last name, and, right? But <laughs> and then the town gets named after them. But, so, but if if that's the case, and they know that it's pronounced the way that it is, you know, sounds, yeah, yeah. you'd think they would still say, you know, let's go with their first name, yeah. you know, or something. Yeah. But in Austria, you know, to me, I mean, I, I don't, you know, English is not their first language, Fair. so I'm wondering what it does translate to. Yeah. yeah. But we're still going to make fun of it. Remember <laughs> that city that used to be called, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I no, I it's interesting to me that there are other towns that would be um also similar to you oh, know. <laughs> I'm sure. Right. I'm sure they might have to go with the way Prince did and just go with mm-hmm. a symbol. Yeah. Well I thought it was funny they were talking about all the people who were um stealing their signs. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, signs that, that had oh. their town name on it. That's that's literally probably costing them thousands a year. Yeah. That's terrible. I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. I don't know. I should have looked on eBay to see what what they were going for. But that sounds like a you know a pretty lucrative market to be in. Yeah. You know? Yes. Especially with there's so many other towns with with funny names like that to collect. I mean, you could have a whole series of them. You could. And we start posting them around in the studio here. Uh, oh, no. that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's I. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know either. I didn't know either. But I thought it was pretty funny, especially because Pornhub capitalized on it. <laughs> uh, their marketing team geniuses. <laughs> hey, I, they are actually. Yeah. I mean, I'm not well, so, saying I'm uh, for it, but so uh, what other stuff did you ha- have on on your list of? things to talk about anything weird happening this week that oh well on? i was a little puppy dog i was going to mention it's it's actually something that just happened today mm-hmm. but 
unfor- I wanted to bring it up, but I don't really have any results from it yet. But hmm. um, so at Maddie's school today, mm-hmm. they had a case of COVID. Oh, big scare. Yep. Hmm. A third grader, I guess, got it. So hmm. they canceled, you know, the in the whole school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shut it down. And so. What do they, how do they, um, I guess I'm wondering, uh, you know, what do they do to find out? Is it that the kid or the parent uh, just reported it back to the school? Or did they show up and had like their temperature checked? Yeah, I really wish I knew that. Um, But obviously they had to have, my opinion is that they had to have been at the school Mm -hmm. to find out. Yeah. Because they had to shut it down, unless unless they did just call and say, "Hey, by the way, my son had." I'm, I'm speculating. I have no girl or boy. Mm-hmm. Um, my son has it, and uh, you know he may have had it for the last two days. So maybe that's why mm-hmm. you know they don't know. Yeah, but it's kind of weird. Like for my work, we had some people that had to get uh, quarantined mm-hmm. because they were around somebody that had it mm-hmm. and it was a whole group and you know you can't talk about who it is you know you have to have privacy right, right. nobody's going to shame anybody for having it but at the same time we need for traceability because guess what those people might be just concerned about themselves when somebody says so who all did you run into mm-hmm. they're probably not going to remember everybody but anyways mm-hmm. i didn't know who it was and then when i heard that everybody was coming back from you know and then i see Oh my gosh. Oh, he came back. I see him like two or three times a day, every day. Mm-hmm. And then, and so I brought that up. I'm like, what is that about? They go, Oh no, you have to be like within six feet and talk to him with, for like 10 minutes or more. How do they know that for sure? So, so <laughs> when I was talking to, and I understand to be fair, I was talking to my daughter. I, I don't know if she knows knows the exact rules and stuff, but she says that their rules is fifteen feet. Fifteen feet, or I'm sorry, fifteen minutes. I apologize. Oh, oh within oh. six feet, but fifteen minutes. Oh, gotcha. Of, I'm like, yeah, I don't. So uh, what can three minutes not give you? You know, I mean, why is it fifteen? You know, if you've been talking more than fifteen minutes, we're going to be concerned here. Maybe it's an air circulation thing. They expect to have you know, a certain amount of airflow, but yeah, but we're in offices versus, yeah, that doesn't, you know what they say at my place that I work, Mm. which will remain nameless. (laughs) Yeah. They have the, you know, little medical masks. And Mm. so I can wear the junk that I wear all the time. But then if I go and I have to be thoughtful myself, if I go into an office or close quarters, I have to take this one off and then put this one on. Mm hmm. So yeah. if you care about my health, right. why don't you just make me wear those? <laughs> and mind you, right. those little medical ones aren't even that great. They're right. not the N95 ones, mind right. you. Right. So I'll just jump to why not just make me wear those. Right. If we really want to coordinate. My wife has told me, she's been out running around, how it's insane out there. Everybody's just going crazy. And this is, we're on a lockdown and everybody's out going crazy. Yeah. Out, you know, just living. And I'm like, I don't know how people are even doing? know. I, 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 it's been a long time since it came to the United States, and I still think that we've got a lot of information that just isn't quite accurate, 
right? Because everyone's a got lot. some different uh, take on what's dangerous and what's not. I, you know, which then goes back to the way I feel about about this idea that you should just take the precautions for yourself, because if you have a certain level of paranoia for yourself and your own health, then you wear the N95. But or, you can't do you know. that because the whole the the <laughs> whole um, the whole in the very beginning they were just talked about put it on for them put it on for them put it on for them you know so which that does in my opinion is gives everybody else the badge to go oh you need to put that on for me it's not about if I've taken precautions Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got something that was odd Mm. so how odd would it be especially these days trying to keep things COVID free Mm mm-hmm Somebody's in the bathroom. So I'm in there in the in the bathroom mm-hmm. in the stall, and as I'm walking to, oh, I'm sorry, as I'm walking to the stall, there's a gentleman coming out of the stall with a. He's got a coffee cup. Mm-hmm. No mask, coffee cup. Except for guess what? It's not one of these. It's a coffee cup, open, no lid, oh, yeah, just uh-huh. a coffee cup mm-hmm. in the shitter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What the, f- man? We ain't got no COVID problem. We got other problems. We got fecal matter. We got matter fecal problems. matter in your coffee. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I just don't get it. I mean, are we concerned or are we not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if a guy could sit in there, I'm a. Sm- I just don't get it. I'm well, sorry. When I'm in there, it's I'm like I'm a lot smaller of a guy than I am. <laughs> I'm just like squeeze <laughs> in, don't touch anything. Yeah. Well. I think for a while there, I was hearing articles about uh, like sewage treatment and and calculating how much COVID exists within the sewage. Hmm. Yeah, none. No, a fair amount actually, hmm. which is interesting because what? How is it getting? What? How does it stay alive in fecal? Well, maybe this is a wrong topic to. But how does it stay alive in fecal matter? And how long does it stay alive? And does does that? stuff end up someplace else and does the covid virus does it attach to anything other than like human cells i i mean i don't know i've heard of dogs getting it have you yeah Hmm. but they didn't know if it's because somebody had died Mm -hmm. and the dog ended up getting it i don't remember the whole but how about this it's probably bs anyways is in the beginning well yeah well now they're talking about you know uh covid and and services that it it, it might stay on and for how long. And then they say, you know, don't worry about, you know, the uh, the Christmas cards. Don't worry about, you know, the stuff being left on, you know, a coffee cup or whatever. It's like, well, I, I don't I, – wait, are you sure? Because it seems to me like that might be a good way to pick it up for yourself, is right? Because most of the time you're supposed to be concerned about – you know, getting into your eyes, your nose, or your mouth, right? And that's how you would contract it. Right. And if it's on a surface and you're touching your mouth or your nose or your eyes, doesn't that seem like you'd get it? So what my daughter was told is now because of some third grader mm-hmm. on the opposite side of school, you know the schools. So yeah, right. Has everybody has to quarantine Mm-hmm. And you know, do you know what that means? 
Do you know what an actual what well, they, do you know what they, do you know what they want they, us to do? <laughs> uh, not go to school for two weeks. No. Oh. They want my daughter to stay in her room. Really? Without a but yeah, there's there's So some, they're being they're being much more serious about quarantine. Yeah, they could piss off. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I don't yeah, care. How are, yeah, how are they gonna enforce any of that? Yep. Well my my yeah, because a lot of folks when they're talking about quarantine, it's really not much of a quarantine. Right. Um, but to be restricted to your room per your school's instruction, yeah, it seems like that well, should be Sounds almost political stuff, not not from a private school. <laughs> yeah, but but um, well, and I wonder how much how much of the stuff they're going to have to go into the school and do one of those uh, sanitizing, deep cleaning, right? You know, and you know, and then I don't know. I was watching this guy on he's a YouTuber, and he used. Well, kind of like you know, you know the old penetrant stuff that you used to do um, way back in the day, where you use a black light and you'd see, you know, the highlights of. That's my job. It still is your job. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you've been doing it for a long time then. A long time. So um, he basically took uh, this powder, right, and he put it on his hands, went into a classroom, and uh, you know greeted the kids and said hello. And then at the end of the day, went back and with the black light to see where that stuff ended up. And we got kids <laughs> under the black light and their faces covered in it. <laughs> and of course, it's on a lot of different surfaces. And, you know, you can see the kids that are the nose pickers. Uh, yes, you nose. can. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it was just funny because uh, it's so obvious that that kids just touch everything. And so of course in a school, that's where you would expect to see most of it, you know, transmitted. Sure. But based on what, you know, the, the news is at, at different stages of the, uh, of the pandemic is that sometimes you don't have to worry about it. And then the next couple of weeks you find out, well, you need to worry about it. And then another couple of weeks, Oh, you don't have to worry about it. It's like, they haven't really settled on it, but to see, you know, surfaces and, how surfaces can maintain the virus, then I, I just kind of wonder, well, why is that, why is the message changing? And I don't know if it, if the original message was, was accurate or if the one to follow, you know, a month later is accurate. Yeah. But I know for a fact that, you know, when you're looking at cold and flu and people are touching stuff, uh, you know, kids spread it like crazy. I mean, I've worked in school for, gosh, I can't remember how many different schools you know, maybe 20 different schools yeah. as an IT guy. Uh, you know, I've I'm sure been a lot sick of places. all the time. Well, yeah, I think my immune system probably got uh, a little bit stronger as I, as I went along. But again, those are like Petri dishes. So of course I think COVID should probably be spreading in schools a little bit more often, even though the kids don't suffer from the same consequences as what the parents might. But right. still, <laughs> I was reading a new, another news article about it, and they said, the question was, uh, uh, do you know who you would catch COVID from? You're the most likely to catch COVID from. I, I would guess a little kid. They said it was your spouse. Oh, that's true. And but the thing is, is you can't just catch it from your spouse. I, Meaning, who did the spouse catch it from? Somebody else's spouse. Somebody else's bitch. <laughs> so, Damn it! I wanted something. Yeah. She gets COVID. <laughs> She's getting the <laughs> divorce papers. Uh, that's so funny. 
but that's but it's true like sure if if your spouse has it then yeah i I would hope that you would catch it because you don't want to have a spouse that you're never in contact with right 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 yeah Yeah. so like wait a minute what's the negative to that (laughs) so uh so my question was why didn't they go a little bit deeper in in you know because that's kind of the obvious one but that's not the source Right. right. Where yeah. is that spouse getting it from? Because that to me is more important. Once it's in your house, man, good luck keeping it from, from everyone. They will never figure it out the way they're like, okay. So I try to be realistic about it when they're talking about lockdowns. And mm-hmm. I think uh, I take the words, you know, for what they are, mm-hmm. lock it down. Yeah. I mean, nobody cops yeah. go home, <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe a couple people patrol, whatever. I mean, I, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that this is why. I want, but this is what I think would, yeah. if you're going to try to do something to make it work, mm-hmm. military style, you have to put people inside because this isn't a lockdown. That's why it's going to keep going. There is no lockdown when you have idiots. I don't care, like, I don't know, Dairy Queen that had, you go up there and they'll, they'll put a tray out so you could grab your card and put it in mm-hmm. so they, they could take it in and grab it, run it, <laughs> put it back. Right. And I'm like... Right. I see you're trying, but somebody had to sit there and think about it and go, it don't work. You did it. Come on. Well, but what kills me even more is when you see people wearing gloves and doing that same thing. What about the, what about the little keypads that everybody's sitting there and you, right. and you go, okay, just, just do this and sign it. I'm like, well. Yeah, who else has been touching this thing? Why is there plastic? <laughs> There's plastic on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's for safety. Well, for whose? The yeah. keypads? So so I was in, uh, there was this, uh, uh, it's a teriyaki restaurant in Gresham. And um, mm. it's funny. I love love their food, right? But uh, they have a, a, a stack of pens that are clean, right? And then they have, and then they have the cup <laughs> yes. that is the dirty pens, right? Yes. And so I was just watching people and, um, and they go up there and they take a clean pen Right, and they set they set their stuff down on on the counter, and they start signing away. Right, and they put their pen up, and they give the receipt or whatever. And the next person does the exact same thing, puts it in the same spot. They're all touching the same um, counter surface. Who cares about the pen? No one's sanitizing the counter. So if you're gonna pick it up, you just did with the palms of your hands, right? Yes. So I went and had to go take a eye exam for my job, and. So I'd go to this little medical facility. Mm-hmm. And so I go up and they have the same little pen deal. Mm-hmm. How nice and thoughtful, you mm-hmm. know, good one here, bad one there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, but hey, I do one better. Brought my own pen. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then they go, okay, Dave, can I get you to sign there? I'm like, oh. on this little pe- little little screen pad with this little tethered fake pen, I had there's no, yeah. there's no rip this one out and put it in the bad pile. There's nothing there to wipe. I'm like, you guys, you know, they do all this stuff, borders. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. glass case. Every, right. You know? Right. Uh, yeah, so. Maybe I should serve, you know, get a service together going out and show people where they've messed up. Mm-hmm. Really make them COVID friendly. You mm-hmm. think you're, you're almost there. <laughs> Oh my so, gosh. So I was driving around and uh recently and so in Oregon there's new covid restrictions that have uh, that have been imposed on on businesses about number of people and and uh what you can do. And so a lot of these businesses have have gotten permission to um use the outside of their uh 
uh, of their restaurant to then serve people. And what cracked me up, and I, I've seen this in a lot of different places, what cracks me up is that they've set up they, these enclosed tents. Yes. Right? It's the outside it's inside. It's the outside. Inside out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? And it's like you just traded what you are getting from the inside to the outside, and there's not that many people going into these places, right? So it's not because they have a capacity issue. It's because you can be outside, and that's where the um, you know that the law says you can you know you can serve outside or whatever. But then they're also in these little enclosed spaces, right? Right. And I don't know that the tent has much more airflow than the interior. I would imagine the interior may have better airflow considering you know the HVAC that it has. The outside, you know, it's just a, it's an enclosed tent. There's walls. They're all plastic. You don't see you know, it blowing around. So I don't get it. And, and of course, you know, the, they've, it costs the business all of this money in order to set that scenario up. Right. Yeah. And now their servers have to not only take care of people potentially inside, but now outside as well. Right. Inside, outside, in, in yeah. inside, outside. So <laughs> yeah. you, I'm sure you've heard about it because it was, it was a big deal and, and it's a big deal to me too. But you know, and of course, it's about COVID. I know we end up talking about that a lot, just because yeah, it's it's it's, here. Yeah. it's every it's every part of our life, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. But so I've heard nothing but amazing things about inside of planes and how amazing the filtration systems oh, are now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot get sick, mind you. That used to be the place to go get sick. So right. But anyways, it's supposed to be amazing. So much so where people are like well, how do we get to the airport safe and through the gates safe to get to these amazing, you know, uh, capsules, you know? So I guess the goal is if somebody else has it there, such good uh, circulation and ventilation that it shouldn't, you shouldn't get it. That being said, and this has been a big deal. They've been talking about this for months. And I don't remember when it was last week, this week, but a couple was on um, a plane and they showed a video of their two-year-old mm-hmm. and the two-year-old wouldn't wear the mask, couldn't put the, keep the mask on. And he, the the father ended up holding holding the mask on the, mm-hmm. the child mm-hmm. and they came up and kicked him off. Oh, no. No, no. And it wasn't just kicked him off. It, they kicked him off and banned him for life really and just to make a scene like that is absurd to me and i don't care what anybody says but it is tyranny is what they're it is i mean it it, to be able to give somebody the the right to humiliate and shame people Mm -hmm. for number one doing the law Mm -hmm. because nobody should be expected that a two-year-old is going to wear it and mind Mm -hmm. you i get that they could how about this? If it, just don't allow, sorry for now, children can't fly. Yeah. Then to do that because the expectation of that is absurd. And, and I, I can't even say for sure, but I even think there's something written down that states that it's kind of a freebie. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with the baby? What do you, I mean, 
it's and, hard, and, it's hard and to, to ban them kids. for life even and mind yeah. you these people did not get all ghetto and 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 um rude mm-hmm. i mean they were they were blunt mm-hmm. asking questions but they were they were appropriately acting appropriate mm-hmm. so being I, I i couldn't be that calm wow. and uh it's it's it blows me away and so they got a ban for life not only kicked off, but also banned for life from that yep. airline. Yep. And wow. and hopefully because of that, they don't, well, they, they're going to sue. There's no way they're not going to sue that Well, especially airline. if this thing is gone, you know, they, you said there was video. Thank God they were videoing them. Even when they kicked them off, the, the baby was literally covered at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I say baby, two-year-old. Yeah. And, and... But you know, of course, you can't guarantee that that the kid's going to keep it on. But the parents shouldn't be panicked about it, because why? What about this amazing ventilation systems that these all have, and all mm-hmm. these? I don't know if you know, but they do these. Um, oh, there's just this a bunch of weird bright lights mm-hmm. that they use yeah, to the disinfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's like not safe for us. But mm-hmm. they'll they even. They disinfect the hell out of that plane, yeah. and to do that to a family mm-hmm. for over a two-year-old too. Yeah. I'm not saying that they can't carry it, but the expectation is ridiculous. And to allow them on mm-hmm. and expect them to understand, because the kid's not going to want to sit there and not breathe right. Well, and, and this brings me back to the other point that I was trying to make, and which is, if, if you're super concerned about your own health then you wear the appropriate mask. So if, if someone else doesn't wear their mask and refuses to, which is a pretty normal thing, uh, then you're still protecting yourself. But that's, that's unfortunately, that's yeah. what they're telling you is that yeah. they're not made to protect you. Yeah. And that's <laughs> a bunch of crap. Point? Yeah, then what's the point? It's, it's because it's, you're protecting it from giving it to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which is ridiculous because then because you, they guess have... guess what? When something. I wear these masks at work, mm-hmm. it's to protect me mm-hmm. that's the direction it's going mm-hmm. fucking a <laughs> yeah it should be like you should be taking care of yourself don't worry about other people you can't make other people do stuff right um you know and even by force sometimes it's hard to make people do stuff so yeah, you know i again i've tried <laughs> <laughs> again take care of yourself don't don't worry about the other guy so much and, and stop trying to make everyone else do something that it's making a lot of people yeah. rude and angry, thinking that they yeah. could go around and yeah. and have that badge people. that you were talking about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully, this whole pandemic thing will will uh, will go away, and the vaccines that they've got out are are going to uh, at shut least people up. It, it, well, yeah, maybe <laughs> shut people up, but also uh, potentially just um, you know give that herd immunity so that. Uh, you know, we don't have to worry about it so much, but who knows? Who knows? We'll see how things go in the next few months. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> even at that, I don't even know. It's got to be going up. Yeah. We're due for something positive. Well, um, I think maybe uh, maybe time to wrap this thing up a little bit. Sure. Maybe. We'll talk for hours, I know. I know. That's the, <laughs> that's the problem, right? So we could go for hours and then people will like, Okay, you guys spent way too much time on that. <laughs> so I'm going to leave you with this from a very famous uh, Tonight Show host, Johnny Carson. Ooh, Johnny. Yeah, I love Johnny. My dad loves Johnny. 
Uh, that's honestly funny. probably where I know him the best from too. Is yeah, right. Yeah, no kidding. It's yep. the older generation to recognize yep. it. Older. Yep. So Johnny Carson, funny, funny uh, quote from him: "If life was fair, Elvis would be alive, and all the impersonators would be dead." I think that'd be a fair trade. <laughs> I, I agree. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Those of you watching the video, thanks for watching. Uh, if you don't mind, if you like this content, please share it with other folks. And uh, find us online at nevertoserious.com. Until we see you next time, have a good one. Take it easy.